When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with another brand new episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest news in social media and in the world. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink because we have a whole lot to talk about. And I hear a whole bunch of eyeballs, extra eyeballs on us night because Fox O's is popping like that. So anyways, welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? How are you? You good? Very good. Very good. You in L.A.? Yes, I am. Okay. <clears throat> settling in just fine uh, okay because yeah your big move to la and you're getting acclimated right. like know your way around and know where to go and get just your, your place together i know hollywood boulevard <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. i'm learning my way though yeah it's gonna take some time well i'm gonna send you a list of all the good little hole in the wall restaurants that restaurants like, yeah you're a foodie i would love it absolutely and please welcome funky Nineva. what's up q well you know i would like to introduce myself and my new set of arms. Look at oh, that. Wow. Listen. Wow. Listen, Claudia, you, you wish you was young and supple and fine. Wow. Like, you, you know, you know what you're giving for 57 cents a day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you have you been working out? For two years. What you talking about? Oh man, you know what? I'm so tired of men that stay in the gym and you see no results. Like it's like the Listen, vegans. I'm gonna, so you, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all a funny story. I went to the <laughs> doctor uh, two days ago for my annual, and I said, "Doctor, you know I don't eat the way I feel I should because I, I eat one big meal a day and I snack." I said, "Will you give me something for appetite stimulation?" And my doctor's a 63 year old white gay man. He said, "Absolutely not." He says, "You go to South Beach and you see those gay muscle steroid boys, and now you want to be one." I said, "No, I don't." doc well just a little bit he said no because in 10 years you're going to regret this i'm not giving you nothing he said drink boost eat ice cream and eat cream-based soups he said that's all i'm giving you i said well okay but look oh look at it ow oh bing ow 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 what (laughs) ow you're the gym person here ow what what do you think of that arm biceps what do you think of that biceps I don't, was that a bicep? Oh, what? Okay. All right. I see. I see. Well, he went to the gym today, so I guess he's feeling big. <laughs> we spent the night in that hotel. It's, oh, you know, it's people on this line. Claudia, it's people on this line. Go to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> At olive oil arm. Uh. All right, y'all. Um, I tried this lip plumper and my lips look crazy right now. Like my lips are stinging. Have I don't know if y'all ever tried that in cosmetics. It's like a gloss, but it makes your lips sting and it looks they look swollen. Like, don't they look like I No, you look good. I, can't see. I didn't do lip liner today. I usually overdraw my lips to make them look big and people are like, You get your lips done. And I put this plumper today and they look <clears throat> okay. Anyways. Let's, we were talking about big, so let me just, let's just move on. All right, let's get into this. What y'all got planned for the weekend? Anybody got anything planned for this upcoming weekend? Baby, let me tell y'all something. Anita Baker is kicking off her United States tour tomorrow at the Hard Rock Casino at 8 o'clock. And I am there on row four to see Miss Anita Baker. That is what I am doing tomorrow night. So y'all get ready for all the posts because I'm going to see Anita <laughs> Baker again. <laughs> I'll be at the Super Bowl. Are you gonna go hang out, go to the parties and stuff? You know it. Uh, I know GQ Magazine's having something with uh, Deion Sanders tomorrow, so that should be nice. And there's a whole, well, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So, all right, you gonna go to the game? You think? Yeah, you know, I yeah, I, I have plans to go to the game. Mm-hmm. Them tickets are like twenty thousand dollars for like one ticket. Yeah, if you're like, scalping it, yeah, it's crazy. All right, well, good luck with that, and give us some pictures. 
of on the field. And well, you know, play. Claudia, the, the best part about it is there are two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. And that, you know, that's really phenomenal and historical to me. So I got to be there at that one. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Uh, Billboard and Vibe magazines released their list of 50 greatest rappers of all time. And Jay-Z hit that number one spot. Now, following behind Jay-Z was Kendrick Lamar at number two, Nas at number three, Tupac at number four, and Eminem at number five. Al, let's start with you first. What do you think about this list? Hey, you know, I think it's pretty amazing. I think based on the criteria, because the criteria is book of work and achievement. We know that in 2008, you know, Jay-Z, he changed the game with that Live Nation deal for 10 years, $150 million. 2011, he broke Elvis's record of the most number one albums by solo artists. The second uh, criteria was cultural impact. We know Jay-Z has had a cultural impact with how he's forced um, the political power became a political power player with the Obamas during the election, doing fundraisers and performing. And then he also introduced icons like Kanye West and Rihanna. So his shift in the culture is more noticeable than most. And the last is longevity, right? And lyrics. And we know that Jay-Z has been in the game for a very long time. He evolved from a rapper to a cultural influencer from that now an icon and a mogul. So for me, he is definitely the best choice out of the four that was shared All based right. on those criterias. Q, what do you think? What do you think about the list? You know what? I'm absolutely glad that they closed. They chose Jay-Z as number one, but as far as I'm concerned, Claudia and Alan, I'm being completely honest, Billboard can go to hell. They do not have the cultural authority or the cultural infrastructure within their organization to deem anything in the hip-hop world. Okay? They are... Forgive me. They are a white publication. They are not engulfed enough in the culture to be an authority on anything hip hop. I'm glad they got Jay-Z as number one. But as far as hip hop is concerned, I don't want to hear anything Billboard has to say. This is uh, I, I am a huge fan of, of, of several of the people on the list. And Jay-Z to me is, is definitely a, a true success story. I mean, he's amazing. Right. Um, but the list is not valid to me of the 50 greatest rappers. Too Short is not on the list at all. Mm. Too Short is one of the best West Coast rappers ever and iconic and been around since the 80s. And he's had songs well into his 40s and 50s and having, uh, you know, hits still with the youngsters. Like, I don't know. To me, like, how do you miss that? And some of the people on the list, I'm like, who is that? But, you know, a list is their list. It's not your list. It's not your list. It's subjective, right? It's what you think. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Let, 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 listen, we keep it real on this show. No. It's them white people at Billboard list. It's they list. And I'm sorry, if the committee was not made up of at least 80% black people, your list is not valid. I don't want to hear a I don't want to hear what anything about a, a, a room of white millennials from the Upper East Side of New York have to say about hip hop. Billboard magazine <clears throat> has never been the authority on hip hop and they won't be it now. So while it was cute for vanity purposes, Billboard, you guys would have been better off doing a cover story on Madonna's new face and been taken, you know, got more credit for that and had more validity for that than you would be on hip hop. Leave hip hop alone. You know, Q, you make a good point, but on this particular list, there were 10 members on the committee that came up with the list, and a number of them were black. But to your point, we probably should take another look at those 10 people and see where they land in the cultural landscape of understanding hip hop. And then the funny thing about it is, Al, I don't give a damn whether they were black, brown, green, or indifferent. Billboard has not historically leaned our way. I'm sorry, if you're not black, if you were not birthed out of Harlem, New York, or the hip hop culture, you don't you don't have the authority to make a list of the greatest hip hop anything. I would have given Benzino and Dave Mays from the Source magazine more credit to be an authority on hip hop than I would Billboard. Billboard, stay in your place and go over there and cover Britney Spears and her failed uh uh what's what's the what they call it her failed intervention that didn't happen this week that's more y'all lane stay out of hip-hop business all right no there we have it all right y'all social media went into a complete frenzy after first lady jill biden and first husband doug emma claudia 
Let me tell you something. Social media was driving a Nissan, baby, especially during Black History Month. Okay. All right. All right. Before we take a break, let's take a, uh, take a look at this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Black Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Megan Pythas is Sesame Street's first Black female puppeteer, giving a fresh voice to a new generation of children. In 2020, Megan became the voice of Gabrielle, a six-year-old Black girl Muppet on Sesame Street. Megan is a self-taught musician and singing ventriloquist. Two-time Emmy Award winner gained national recognition when she appeared on the hit television shows America's Got Talent and Showtime at the Apollo. With ventriloquism, it adds in the interaction between a human and a puppet. But long before Megan took center stage in the spotlight, John W. Cooper paved the way for black ventriloquists thrilling audiences with his puppets and his famous show Fun in a Barbershop. Megan Pyfus's amazing voice and her magical gift to bring puppets to life will inspire generations of children to dream big and to explore their imagination and creativity. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. All right, shout out to Nissan for this history in Black, this moment in Black history. Al, what do you think about the story? I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. I love the fact that she's self-taught. I love it that she's owning that space. I love it that she's now a, a Black girl on Sesame Street. I love her presence. I love her talent. I love her creativity. And, you know, it's positions like this that definitely, because of her influence, shifts the culture because she's teaching young kids in their minds. And I mean, I'm here for it. Congratulations and thank you, Nissan. All right. Thank you. You know, ventriloquism, ventriloquil, ventriloquilism, I can't even pronounce it, child. That's more the reason I can't need to be exposed to this. <coughs> ventriloquilism is one of those things that we never even thought about as a career path for our children. And I'm glad that this young lady is showing us that, you know what, you can do this. You can. This is a career path. It's very lucrative. You know, you don't have to be an IG model. You don't have to be any of those things. Here's something else that you can do in the entertainment industry that's off the beaten path. So hats off to her. And thank you, Nissan, so much for shining a light on this young lady. Hey, uh, once again, it's awesome to see different career paths that we that are off the beaten path that are not the, the usual norms. And we want to thank Vanderbilt University for the footage of Megan Pipus. Once again, thank you to Nissan. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Make sure you put your questions in the chat because at the end of the show, it's going down. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, it is Friday and thank God it's Friday because one of the funnest parts of the week to me is at the end of the show. We get to answer questions from y'all. So if you can guys, you guys can start putting your little shady questions in the chat. We can get to as many as we can at the end of the show. Go ahead and line them up and we'll get to them at the end of the show. All right, fellas, there's a video circulating of a white female making several racist comments while spraying a substance onto another female whose face was painted black. Check this out. <laughs> Now, the students are believed to be from St. Hubert uh, Catholic High School and Franklin Town Charter High School. Soulmates, please do not try to replicate this at home. I hope I don't have to you know, let y'all know that, but I do. Um, are y'all surprised that we're seeing more of these racist antics during Black History Month? What do you think, Al? I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I think it's disrespectful. I think it's ignorant. I think it's it's borderline illegal in my mind for white kids to be doing this and filming it and putting it out there. I, I think their parents should be held re accountable because I'm under, you know, I would assume that a lot, a lot of this influence is coming from their household. And I'm surprised that this happens in, in, in Philly. Like Philly is known for its its deep black history and, and the number of black people. 
Philly was also one of the first school systems to start teaching African-American history in the curriculum, which was, you know, mandatory since 2005. This type of ignorance is just should not be tolerable. I don't think they need to be suspended. I think they need to be expelled. I think they need to be thrown out the school and they need to be home trained by the racist families that they're being taught, that racist households that they're being taught this. Because let me tell you something, these same young girls will one day be doctors, judges, lawyers, or even police officers. And if they feel this way about black people in this instance, they're going to feel the same when they have those jobs that can put us behind bars or even put us to death. They need to be, they need to feel the wrath of this ridiculousness. All right. Q, what do you think? It's a hate crime. It is a hate crime. They should be put in jail. Just like we did the story uh, on Wednesday when they served the chicken, waffles, and watermelon. And when I said in 2023, white people know better. The only thing that made this in their eyes funny is the fact that it was controversial. And what made it controversial was the fact that it was racist. They knew exactly what they were doing. And because they were conscious of what they were doing is all the more reason why they should suffer a conscious consequence. They should be charged with a hate crime. And it seemed like the girl that they were painting her face, like she wasn't that like against, like it was like maybe uncomfortable, but they were all in on the thing. It looked like it it was like, my thing is this, why do you little stupid heifers want to do stuff like this? Like what that, that's what y'all do on your Saturday night. That's what y'all do when y'all sit around Oh, let's get some black spray paint and spray and spray this girl in the face, and then say I'm black and I'm proud, and I think that's funny. Like I'm well, like, what, what 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 is it going on in y'all's lives? There's obviously a lack of anything going on fun in your life. That that's how you want to spend your evening with your girls. Well, we get together, me and my girls, we go on trips, we hang out, spray each other in the face with with black paint. Go ahead, Q. I, 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 I'm going to say something, and it may ruffle a few feathers. But when you know it's your true, with your capital T-R-U-E, when you know what your true station is in this universe, you come for the kings and queens. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Well, it's absolutely ridiculous. And shame on the parents. You know? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. To, to elaborate on that statement, the great Toni Morrison said, white, and I'm elaborating here, she said, white people could never move me. What would you be without racism? Would you feel, would you still feel strong? Would you still feel tall? If you feel tall because somebody else is on their knees, what does it say about you? So again, my my first statement is the girls that did that, they know what their true station is in life. That's why they did that. And honestly, lately, it seems like they've had a a, a very sick, uh, well, no, not lately. They've always had a very sick obsession with us, holding us back, holding us down, imitating, clowning. We stay on their minds. Listen, Why does our flourishing and a present bother y'all so much? Because racism is a sickness. It's a sickness. It's a sickness, well, it, it, and, and I feel necessary. like you're not born racist. You're taught racism, in my opinion. You're taught it from your environment that you grow up in. Like, like, why is hate promoted before love? And Listen, that's all this Al, is. This is hate. Al, if you mix raisins and mayonnaise together, okay, your ass would be half senile just like them, okay? So, Claudia, move on to the next thing because I'm, I'm 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 about to go in and let have, and it's not the type of show we're doing tonight. <laughs> Are you trying to behave tonight? I'm trying to unlock my better self, and I'm not gonna let people who mix mayonnaise and raisins together take me off my throne. Hey, soulmates, if you're sick of the racism, throw a black fist. If in you're sick of the raisins and the racism, <laughs> give me a fist in the. In the chat, I mean, in the the chat. All right, y'all, last year, (laughs) we reported that Adidas ended its nine-year partnership with Gay. Well, now the company has been warned that it's expected to lose $1.3 billion in sales revenue this year because it's unable to sell Yeezy clothing and shoes. In a statement, Adidas said its financial guidance for 2023 accounts for the significant adverse impact from not selling the existing stock. Now, the company can't repurpose any of the remaining Yeezy clothing, Adidas said, 
that it could cost the company $534 million in operating profits this year. Let's go to you first, Q. Well, y'all surprised? Are you surprised? What you think? Let me tell you something. It's BS. Their 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 decision to not sell whatever it is they got in back inventory is arbitrary. If it's gonna cost you that much money, and I'm a former accountant, sell it in. I go down to the bar with a hundred cars. Be the white boys be there. They be like, I got six pairs of Yeezys. They be happy that they got them Yeezys. Baby, I don't fear bad. I don't fear no waste. Had like James Cleveland for nobody who had a whole warehouse full of Yeezys that still got commercial and urban value in. If y'all feel that type of way and y'all accountants told y'all that y'all got about to go bankrupt by a whole warehouse full of merchandise that y'all can't sell it, sell it then, bitch. That's what it sounds like to me. Sell it. The people still want it. Listen, and I'm going to be honest with you. I am on a talk show right now, and it's my job to know what the hell is going on. I don't even remember why the hell they ain't selling this damn shoe. <laughs> oh, my God, Q. The simple fact that I don't remember, sell it. <laughs> because I like to think I'm up an echelon when they come to economics and when they come to intellect. My brain up under this spindy hat, I don't even remember why they're not selling the stuff. If I don't remember, I know Shanika and Tremaine don't remember. Okay. Send it. Okay. Send we, it. we get your point. Someone is feeling very good tonight. Al, what do you think about this? You know, I, I find it, I find it, it's a, it's like a, it's like a interesting dynamic here, right? Because they are losing out on close to a billion dollars based on their stance against hate and racism. And that I can't be mad at. You know, um, however, you know, they're also dripping red with Beyonce's collection, who we just found out during the release of their numbers that is falling way back and what their earnings were supposed to be in the tune of over two hundred million dollars. You know, Adidas got a lot of bleeding that they need to tend to. But I can't be mad at anybody that's taken a strong stance against hate and racism. So, I mean, if what it's at the tune of a billion dollars, then that's what, what it is. What he had said, Claudia, because I forgot. I, I, I honestly forgot. You remember well, he had to rant against Jews. He had, oh, to, he rant, Kanye had to rant against Jews. He said he was going to kill them. He was going to combat well, something. Well, he said Def, it's going to be DEFCON 9. Yeah, one of them. Uh -huh. I mean... No, no. I know. I don't want us to get yeah, canceled. Yeah, leave that alone. close my eyes. Yeah, but <laughs> to, to the next point, day, Claudia. But to his point, that's why he said what he said, because you see how you just stopped me? How you can't even have a critique without your benefits being canceled. Well, you see, know, I think... I, girl, the producers in the thing said next topic. See, we can't even discuss on the topic okay, what they are going on. I'm going to say this. Everyone has a freedom to say what they want but you don't have the freedom from the consequences. So say what you want, do what you want, but that doesn't give you a right to have to stay employed by someone. doesn't give you the right to have to still sell your clothes and be a successful uh, entrepreneur. There's consequences that come with it. And just how we have the choice to boycott companies that offend the black community, so does everybody else. So mm -hmm. we are going to move on now. On that note, it seems like a lot more tea is being spilled about the workplace environment at Good Morning America. Now, shortly after former GMA anchors TJ Holmes and Amy Roback announced their departure from the network, more people have started to speak out about the multiple affairs that allegedly took place throughout the office. Now, a former employee told the, uh, told the cut that employees hooking up with one another was not uncommon in the workplace, claiming it felt like everybody was sleeping around. And another source spoke out on the uh, company's inappropriate ways, saying uh, and boldly claimed that staff members would be rewarded if they were either divas or adulterers. Sounds like it was off the chain over there. Um, Sound like they need my resume, girl. I feel, I feel like UNL. I'm like, we might be losing y'all to AGMA. Oh, Al. Oh, she, 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 she trying to do it. 
<laughs> she tried to do, she well, I'm just trying to find a, 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 an appropriate place for y'all because it seems like they wild out and have fun. Let's see what Al says. Al, what are your thoughts on these allegations? And, Listen, and you, I know that the president of ABC, that, 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 that black female, is losing sleep over this. I will share this, though. I am 110% not comfortable with the narrative being created around T.J. Holmes as both a predator and also a poster child for sexual misconduct at ABC. They need to release that man of that every single one of those young ladies were of age you know old old age and they were also consenting so for to make him out to be a predator and a poster child for sexual misconduct at abc is unfair i think it's unfair and i think it sends a message in the workplace that black men are usually the root of this and it strips these women of agency you I'm you know what, 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 what? No, no, no. While I agree with Al, um, I, as black men in this world, we understand that we have to be ten times better to get half as much. He knows what it is. He heavy is the head that wears the crown. Okay, TJ knows that he can't get away with the same thing that his white counterparts get away with in that organization. Does it make it right? Absolutely not. But are you going to die on the hill of? Can I do the same thing my white counterparts do? TJ is old enough to know what our station is in this life and what we face. And he should have done better. While I don't think he's a predator and while I don't agree with them making him out to be a predator, he should have understood that had anybody ever found out that that was going to be the narrative. And TJ, because you are able-bodied and sound mind, you're upper echelon and you're educated, you could have prevented all of this. So brother, while it may not be fair, I have no sympathy for you. Um, post a child for being a predator. No, I don't believe that. Post a child for being for fumbling a bag and just being inappropriate. Listen, I get if you fall for someone at work. I get if you feel fall and, and date a couple people at work uh, over the course of some years. But it seems like he was slanging a lot of people he messed with, and it's like a free for all. But maybe not even just him. So maybe that's why he felt so comfortable. Like, well. Everyone's kind of doing it here. So maybe that's what gave him the green light. But like you said, both y'all, you do have to work twice as hard to be twice as careful as your white counterparts. There's not as much grace given to us by us and by them. It's a fact. It's a fact. So yeah, you may see everybody out sleeping with each other and then you got to join them. You're not going to get the same punishment. You're not. And so, Claudia, I'm going to add one thing to it. He better, yeah. he better go find a job quick, fast, and hurry. He better put his damn resume on Indeed or at a minimum go be a substitute teacher at a New York high school because that white woman is not going to keep his ass with no job. Well, they said that supposedly he bought her a promise ring, which I'm like, we doing promise rings in our 50s? Okay. Girl, I, I listen, the last time I had a promise ring, I was 12 and a half with a Lisa Frank lunchbox. Okay. Did we still do promise rings? Al, would you do that? <laughs> he better promise her. She got the $50 million in the bank and he's jobless now. He better promise her something. If he, he better promise to, her that that If he wants to now. stay living in that east side apartment. He better, listen, he better, listen, listen, when you lose your job, you automatically qualify for unemployment and food stamp. He better promise her that food stamps and unemployment ain't going to be her life beyond these six months that she eligible. Non-employment, that's about $600 a week on New York. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more TGIF. Get your questions in the chat so we can get to them at the end of the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, listen, we all are foodies here on this show, so let me get into this. Are y'all craving something fresh? Delicious and easy for springtime meals. We'll try wild grain and get their baked from frozen sourdough bread, fresh pastas and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. Now, wild grain is the first ever baked from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas and artisanal, artisanal pastries. Unlike typical supermarket bread, wild grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly lower in sugar and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, and you'll never run the risk of getting bored with wild grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try. Now, plus for every new member, wild grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank 
so you can eat good and do good at the same time. Now, all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash tea and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. Now, it's really easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. That's wildgrain.com slash tea. And the fellas, y'all have been enjoying your food. Al, I know you've been loving that food. <laughs> I love wild grains. I'm telling you, everybody, they got peach pockets. They got chocolate pockets. They got apple pockets. They got great croissants. They have great pasta. Oh, my God. The pasta feels like you are somewhere like from where Claudia is from, Italy. Um, and the bread, the artisan bread is really, really, really next level. So if you're a butter and bread guy like myself, you can't go wrong with wild grains. And guess what? They deliver it directly to your home and they do it every two weeks if you put it on that schedule all right and q listen i love that they said that they put the croissants in the thing for free because that's the one thing i was ranting and raving about y'all the croissants are as big as my head and they are good they are so fluffy and soft on the inside they've got like a little sweet they are so good it's not your mama's croissant okay so get your wild grains because y'all will truly enjoy the food that they've curated for your taste bud experience. All right. Once again, that's wildgrain.com slash tea, or you can use promo code tea at checkout. Promotional consideration furnished by Wild Grain. All right, fellas, let's get back to the show. All right. Super Bowl is taking place this weekend, and Rihanna will be headlining the halftime show. Now, the new mom shared her decision to hit the stage in the recent Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show, a press conference. Rihanna said, it's important for me to do this this year. It's important for representation. It's important for my son to see that. Are you guys excited to see Rihanna hit the stage? And who do you think delivered the best Super Bowl performance to date? Let's start with you, Al. What do you think? Um, the best I've ever seen. I, I'm going to go with either Bruno Mars. I thought that was really exceptional. And Michael Jackson. I mean, I really think Michael Jackson brought, brought, brought the house down. Now, with Rihanna, now I'm just excited. Like, Rihanna, I haven't seen her perform in seven years. She's been focusing on her billion-dollar business and, and making a family. I'm very curious to see how she's going to put 17 years into 13 minutes. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see who she may bring on with her because, you know, we know Rihanna's not a big dancer now. No shade, right? What does Q say? No shade, no tea. We really no don't tea, know no her shade. to be. No shade. No okay, tea, please. no shade. <laughs> no tea, no shade. You wanted want a new game. No tea, <laughs> no shade. <laughs> right, yeah. So anyway, you know, so I'm 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 very curious on how she's gonna do that because I miss her dance, I miss her performing, I miss her music, I miss Rihanna on stage. But let's see what's gonna happen. What do you think, Claudia and Q? Q? I'm highly looking forward to it. Let me tell you something. You don't disappear for seven years. You don't have the whole industry saying, I'm looking for an album. You don't get, what were you, two days before the Super Bowl and don't even get a girl as a single. Rihanna say, I'm so ethereal. I'm so surreal. I can't be comprehended, except by my permission. Now, for my poet laureates, I did. That was a little bit of Nikki Giovanni ego trip. You got to be a little educated in what I just did. But she said, I'm not even giving y'all girls a single. You gonna get what I give you after the seven years. So with that being said, knowing that people are gonna criticize her like Al said for her dancing, lack of single and no music for seven years, trust and believe mama is gonna pull out all the stops tomorrow and it is going to be iconic. Trust and believe, but with that being said, Y'all know I'm an old school hoe, okay? Let me tell you something. I was reincarnated from the 70s. I used to wear a red dress, red lipstick. I used to bump my hair before I went out and wore pumps, okay? And my name was Bridget, and I smoked Benson and Hedges. The realest Super Bowl performance was Diana Ross, the boss, <laughs> and it was Prince. When he played, they gave him the option to play or not to play. And he said, I'm going to play that guitar in the rain, baby. And not just the regular rain. What type of rain, Al? The purple rain. He played it in the purple rain. 
whatever. Rihanna gonna do what she got to do. What you think, Claudia? Um, I'm excited. I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I love her and I love her style. I just love looking at her. She can just stand up there and just rock back and forth for all I care. I'm just happy to see her. And, you know, people have been complaining for years because she put a lot of focus into her fashion, like her, her her lingerie line and her makeup. And we haven't gotten new music. But, you know, we asked for it. We got it. And then people still want to complain. I listen, I'm happy. I know people are spending lots of money. These Super Bowl tickets are some of the most expensive ones ever because of this. Um I, I, I'm here for it. As for my favorites, um, I loved, of course, the Michael Jackson performance. That was, of course, epic. So many. For me personally, Beyonce, a few years back, when she did the, she, I think it was more than once she performed, it was twice. 2017, we were fresh into the tr Trump presidency, and she came out with something so pro-Black with formation. And, and, and her whole set was just the timing. It was what we needed. We were kind of going through it like, oh, my God, like, we're really in this. And for her to come out then on such, such a huge stage, it was, it had a big impact for me personally. You know what I mean? It really, really did. Like it just, it was a little band aid on me for what we were feeling at that time with like this orange monster in office. That was you know, my opinion. So, yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens this weekend. We will all be tuned in. I will be there. We'll get that, we'll get that scoop. I cannot wait to see what she does. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Once again, put your comments and questions in the chat so we can get to them at the end of the show. We're going to try to leave a little more time tonight so we can really get to your questions. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back to TGIF. They're telling me in the chat that Foxhole is trending all over the place. So thank you, everybody, that's tuning in tonight. And Soulmates, old and new, we welcome you to, you know, be a follower and, and viewer of this show every week. All right, y'all, let's get into this. New details are emerging in the shoplifting investigation of Huntsville City Councilman Devin Keith. A new document obtained on Wednesday alleges the city councilman committed over 30 thefts across three Huntsville Walmart locations. Keith allegedly shoplifted from the locations on dates ranging from November of 2022 to February 2nd of this month, this, this, this year. In early January, a self-checkout host noticed that Keith had been skip scanning items at the self-checkout and that he did not pay for his entire cart. After conducting a more in-depth investigation, Walmart determined that the majority of the time that Mr. Keith went into Walmart, he did commit theft by skip scanning I don't know why my spirit is telling me to go to Q first about this, not saying that you would ever skip scan, but what do you think about this? Well, I can't skip scan because I don't shop at Walmart. I'm a Target <laughs> kind of girl. I'm uh -oh. nasty base. Okay? Oh, okay. For the most part, you won't catch me in a Walmart unless I'm just in a place where within a 10 mile vicinity, the only thing there is the Walmart, but this ain't even his fault. I don't blame them because the opportunity breeds crime. This is Walmart's fault for trying to keep them prices so low below the poverty line that they refuse to even hire people at $6 an hour to be cashiers down to the Walmart. Y'all want to do these self-checkout? Well, he self-checked out, okay? So don't blame him. Blame your corporate policies. What you think, Al? Al, we can't hear you light-skinned and your thing on mute. <laughs> you crack me up, cute. <laughs> so this is the deal. He's a city councilman. He has a responsibility, a moral responsibility, right, in being a councilman. And I mean, he is $491. I think I would have given him the opportunity to pay it back instead of to expose him and, and 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 charge him. The funny part to me, though, is he said, he said, listen, I did the self-checkout. He said, but I failed to pay. It, it, like, but I did the self-checkout. So he was like defending himself saying he did the self-checkout. <laughs> That's why he's a politician. And listen, you know I try to rock for every black politician. I'd be like, no, but, no, but. And he's a brother. I'm trying to have his back. Hell no, bruh. Right. First of all, you got more eyeballs on you. You trying to get the people's votes of the people you stealing from, the people that are in the line behind you, and you're stealing, and they're seeing you steal. That's well, the, Claudia, that's they be stealing too. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And, it's, and it's Huntsville. 
So they all skipping through the self-checkout. Didn't you just go to Huntsville recently? Well, Keith? I go there every year. I was there in June for the June right. team. Because my first cousin, shout out to Ernestine Latham, a.k.a. Tina Latham, of Top Dots Travel and Cleaning Services. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, she lives in Huntsville, and I go to visit her. Like I was saying, you have a higher standard. You are running, you run, you run for office, you campaign, you take in campaign dollars. You, you know what I mean? Like you are a, a, a political a figure out there and you're a black man. You already know, we already discussed this earlier, twice as much scrutiny, have to pay twice as much hard work. You get there and then you steal from Walmart, dude. Come on, dude. And I know you make a decent salary and the cost of living is not that high in Huntsville. It's pretty decent, like a pretty well-priced place to live. Uh, all right. And the last day he stole was what a twenty-two dollar uh, headset. Now see, Huntsville people, I'm not going to jail for no headset. <laughs> Here's what I will go to jail for. Okay, let us know. Let's let us, let us go. Some head, <laughs> a refrigerator. <laughs> I go to jail for a refrigerator. Claudia gonna... need a refrigerator. I need a black I, I, I go to jail for a stove. A smart I got dude. a guy right now in Miami, Claudia. Too, oh, you, oh, Claudia, you know what? <laughs> we gonna talk offline. Okay. He, he got he he got Home Depot credit cards, and they deliver the stuff wherever. He just put it on the credit cards. Oh, so you're trying to get me to agree to get a a, a, a new booster. black refrigerator for this my new home that I'm purchasing from a, a stolen credit card on television right now? Right. Send it to one of your rental properties. <laughs> Girl, is you want this refrigerator or no? Okay. Uh, I want her RB. I want her RB. Are you asking me this on the air? Let me get to Darius on the line. Get the number, Q. So now, hey, I got Claudia Jordan on the line. What you say? I need a I'm, black. Okay, hold on. No, my, my producers, I was Joyce. I'm not on it for real. I'm just saying. Oh my Joyce God. in the chat, y'all talking about the thing is so down, Joyce. Joyce, I'm not on the line for real. We not go, Joyce, we not gonna commit on the real. We can't even have a skit on here. Okay, we got Q. a whole twelve minutes to go. <laughs> Q, I'm gonna call you. Q, I'm gonna call you after the show. I'm gonna call you after the show. Um, <laughs> hey y'all. Uh, okay, it looks like the Church of England is considering changing God's pronouns to they and them to encourage inclusivity. According to the New York Post, some churches have already modified certain references, such as replacing he and him with just God and them or they. They have also changed the Lord's prayers from Our Father to Our Father and Mother. What are your thoughts on the change, and do you think it's needed? Al, let's go to you first. Of course, please go to me first. You know, <laughs> I, I find this to be pretty powerful. I think inclusivity is important to me. I think it's a positive step for a major church of England to adopt progressive terminology. I, I feel it's essential. However, me personally, when I'm in my spiritual space, gender doesn't play a role for me when I'm praying. Um, gender neutral pronouns and or or gender identity is not an important factor with my relationship with God. Okay. All right, Q. What do you think? Get off my life. And I'll be the first person to tell you, I don't believe in organized religion. I don't mess with the church. I don't deal with it. But I, I am... Uh, fair enough to let church people have their stuff, okay? I don't have to mess with it to help uphold them people's stuff. Let them people have their stuff. Take your non-gender binary ass. Take your uh, whatever else ass you want to be and create your own damn church. I'm not... I, listen, I'm as gay as they come. I am a card-wearing sissy, okay? But I don't... So, n none of this. None of this. No, no, it's wrong. Let them people have their stuff. Go create your own stuff. If you want God to wear pants and a dress, go create your own stuff. But leave them people's stuff alone. They've been they're alive since King James. Leave them people's stuff alone. I've always thought that God's neither, a, it's not a man or a woman. It's it's God. It's, it's a, a spirit. It's not, you know, I, I always thought that. But uh, all these changes, I'm not like 
I don't know about that. I, I feel like some of these things are just attention seeking. I don't know. We're, we have a lot of fake outrage in the world these days where everything is a thing. Every single thing is a thing that we must debate. Well, that's not right. And, da, 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 da. and it's, it's a lot. Um, yeah. I, I always thought out the gate, like, why is God assumed to be a man? But then that's when the Bible is written, only men were allowed to read and write and, and to, to actually, you know, contribute to the Bible. But I always felt like God is just God. And I never thought it was a man or a woman. It's just God. So how will we just keep it God and all this other stuff? I think we're doing too much in, in some of this. All right, y'all, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to dedicate a whole bunch of time to questions, okay? Because y'all be complaining. Y'all only give us 30 seconds. We're going to give y'all some minutes. And I'm a little bit afraid with Q and whatever he's doing tonight, whatever happy juice he's on. But we're going to get into it tonight. So put your questions in the chat. We're going to have a whole last segment to talk about it. We'll be right back with more right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. We are having quite a show tonight. Uh, did I ask you fellas what you've been drinking tonight? <laughs> Raspberry lemonade. Lie. With what? Lie. You a lie. With what? I'm a virtuous Christian white woman, okay? So what pills are you on? That don't go to church. <laughs> Not me, girl. That don't, that don't go to church. Al, what's your what you drinking tonight? What's your friend? Uh, I'm just doing a little of uh, Chardonnay. Okay, I'm just drinking lemonade. But Q, Q was on <laughs> All One tonight. He was. All right. Speaking of All One, we got to get on this. For those who missed it, let's take another look at this uh, Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Black Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Megan Pythas is Sesame Street's first Black female puppeteer, giving a fresh voice to a new generation of children. In 2020, Megan became the voice of Gabrielle, a six-year-old Black girl Muppet on Sesame Street. Megan is a self-taught musician and singing ventriloquist. Seven of the two-time Emmy Award winner gained national recognition when she appeared on the hit television shows America's Got Talent and Showtime at the Apollo. With ventriloquism, it adds in the interaction between a human and a puppet. But long before Megan took center stage in the spotlight, John W. Cooper paved the way for black ventriloquists thrilling audiences with his puppets and his famous show, Fun in a Barbershop. Megan Pythas's amazing voice and her magical gift to bring puppets to life will inspire generations of children to dream big and to explore their imagination and creativity. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. All right. Uh, what do y'all think about, what do you think guys? Can can people uh, master the, I'm sorry. Ooh, I think I had a drink. Do you think people can still master the skills of puppeteering? Do y'all, could y'all ever do that? Or will y'all ever be into that? Well, you know what? You're talking about mastering. I'm on starting. I never even knew it was a career. I never knew, it, and, and especially something for people that look like you and I. So I thank this young lady and I thank Nissan for highlighting somebody off the beaten path with a career path that our children, our kids never knew was possible. Thank you, Nissan, for that. All right, Al. Yeah, I mean, this is just amazing. I like the fact that Nissan chooses these these people to profile that we would normally think not to profile, but definitely because they're profiling them, we understand their influence in the culture. And I think this is huge. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you, Nissan. And congratulations to Megan for being highlighted and spotlighted during Black History Month. All right, real quick, I want to spotlight and highlight someone else that's been hitting me up about their birthday. I want to give a shout out to Alton uh alton brown from jersey city happy birthday happy birthday alton brown happy birthday alton and thank you for being a faithful watcher of tgif okay now look we only got three minutes left i done told the people we're gonna have a whole bunch of time for questions and we don't have a lot of time now before we go we want to show some love to the fans in the chat and open up the floor for them to ask us anything are y'all ready Okay. Oh, I wanted to give us more time. All right. Let me go right through these questions. Let me see. Um, Al, have you been arrested or gone to jail before? 
Uh, yes, I was actually arrested. I was profiled. It was all over the news. I got pulled over for changing lanes without signaling. Okay. Daniil Thompson, please don't ask Q any questions. He's either, either going to get fired or the show's going to get canceled. Thank you, Daniil, for looking out for my best interest, Miss H.R. Fish. <laughs> okay, Al, do you have a body type preference? Do you like big women? Dark and lovely, ask that. Uh, no, I don't. I, I think it's more about personality and about them being healthy. As long as you could be large, as long as you, you know, work out and, and uh, make smart health choices. As Probably. long as you got a large bank account. <laughs> See that resume on LinkedIn. <laughs> Carly Benov. Okay, were you taking a gentleman caller to the Anita Baker concert? No, Ooh. I'm taking my friend James Knox, who y'all see me on Instagram with. Uh-uh, baby, let me, let me take some. These men don't get concerts, okay? At best, they get a little red lobster and the taste of my essence, but that's it. Ooh. Uh, Junior Brown, question for all of you. When was the last time each of you hunched? Two nights ago, my Russian. Dang. Al? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> it's probably been that long. I can't remember. I can't remember, honestly. Me was at the beginning of the month, so it's it's about time. It's about time. I got to get on a plane now. Uh, okay, Vinyl Freak. Q, uh, can we see all those muscles in a Speedo? Well, y'all already have, but I wore the pink Versace, but I got to get y'all an update because I don't gain about 10 pounds since Mexico. So, yes, when I, when I come back live on Instagram, I got you. I got about 15 more days in jail. Okay. A uh, question for Al. Would you date Jake Jesse Smollett? Oh my gosh, how crazy is that? Um, I don't think so, but everyone, please uh stay tuned during the Super Bowl because I'm working on a project. It will be premiered during the Super Bowl in the commercials. Hey, and it might have something to do with Jesse Smollett. All right, okay. Um Oh, Nija, Nija Carter, question for y'all. Can I please get a belated birthday shout-out? It was Sunday. Nija Happy Carter. birthday, Nija Carter. <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay. Um, someone asked me if I would ever guest co-host the, the Breakfast Club. Yes, and I'm doing it next week. So check me out on the Breakfast Club. That's happening. Um, you better get on there and talk about us. What'd you say? You better not get on there and talk about us because Charlemagne posted about I cuss you out. You don't say nothing bad about us, Claudia. What are you going to talk I'm, about, Claudia? I'm not. I'm going to talk about real celebrities. What are you talking about? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Go to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, lots of fun. Listen, Super Bowl Sunday. Y'all have any, y'all care who wins? Y'all got a team? Y'all going Maybe, for the... I, That's not the Super Bowl. It's the Rihanna concert. <laughs> Okay. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching us. Thank you, Funky. Thank you, Al. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales, and we will see y'all next week. Y'all be safe this weekend and strap it up, especially you. Bye, Soulmate. Bye. Have a good night, Soulmate. Y'all crazy. Soul,